1: But it was long ago. Jane, it was lovely, She was a queen of my night. There in the darkness,
0: with the radio playing low, end. and the secrets that we shared, the mountains that we moved.
1: And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Now some great news, Exxon Nation. The X Chronicles newspaper is now available in color and black and white for you collectors on amazon.com, barnes and noble, and scribd. And of course, the uh, let me see the November edition of the X Chronicles newspaper will be coming out on the 20th of this month. My guest this hour Exon Nation is Gail Rose O'Grady. We're going to be talking to her about her new book entitled A Time of Change. Now, for centuries, while modern scientists have been trying to understand the reality of what Einstein said in the 20th century about the field, gifted people like Angel Rose Grady have been using their rare abilities to tap into this field for information in order to answer many of our most pressing questions about God, our souls, and the universe. Now, what science has yet to understand is that humanity has a direct channel to the subtle realm Often called the Acacia Crackers. Joining me now is Ann Gail Rose Grady. And Ann Gail, welcome to the x
0: Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me on today.
1: Um, how and when did you commence your spiritual path?
0: <laughs> actually, when I was 19 years old, mm-hmm. uh, my path began. Uh, I was married at a very young age, and my husband was actually murdered three months later. Oh my so it started me asking a whole lot of questions at a really young age. Suddenly I wanted to know mm-hmm. about life after death, where he was, what actually happened. So I went to my very first psychic, who turned out to be my first teacher. And it went from there. Actually, since that time, um, there's not been a day that I haven't been on a spiritual path. So <laughs> that's what started it. So I, I kind of look back on it now as a karmic uh you know, on purpose sure. event in my life. Yeah,
1: we've we've heard about the akashic records, but it seems that not everyone can actually get to these records, or is it a matter of learning how to get there and which gates to open?
0: Right. Well, for me, it happened spontaneously, and mm-hmm. it, it happened through um, meditating quite a bit. I would I meditated every day uh, for a good hour each day, and one day after probably uh, a good six or seven years, I suddenly found myself in my own library, and it seemed to be deliberately guided uh, by my guides for specific reasons, so that I couldn't get in on my own, though. I couldn't get in consciously, so I did take a course Mm -hmm. to learn how to access that field consciously, and since then, uh, that's the way I would do readings for people now, and that's what was the, uh, the impetus for doing the groups.
1: Now, when we talk about the Akashic Records, is it the Akashic Records from the entire existence? That existence that they, we know and we don't yeah, know?
0: They just, yeah, everything that's ever happened in creation is recorded. It's not just for in, individual souls. It's for anything that's ever, ever happened in creation. So it's the entire history of the universe.
1: You and I have to take our first commercial break. Please stand by. XO Nation, My guest this hour is Gail Rose O'Grady. She's the author of A Time of Change, a Kashi guidance for understanding life and its purpose. Her website is www.angelerose.com, and that's A I N G E A L R O S E. AngaleRose.com, and I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue talking about the Akashic Records with my guest for this hour. Once again, the name of her book is A Time for Change, Akashic Guidance for Understanding Life and Its Purpose. Her website, angailrose.org. Don't go away. We'll be back in two. And welcome back everyone, Anne Rose O'Grady is my special guest, XO Nation, she's the author of A Time of Change, Akashic Guidance for Understanding Life and Its Purpose, www.angailrose.com That's www.angailrose.com So, what kind of information is, is in the Akashic Records, and how can the Akashic Records actually help us to live a better life?
0: Okay, that's a very good question. Basically, any information about anything at all is available in there. I've had people ask me questions on every level, from healing to Mm -hmm. history to ancient civilizations to time and dimensions to the soul. Um, But in a personal reading, uh, what, what the benefit is is that people get to know their time stream, and that really is their own personal history as their spirit has been on its journey since it's left left the Creator and had all their various lifetimes. And how that can help is it can help you understand what you're doing here now. A lot of people go around confused. In fact, mm-hmm. the highest attendance I had at a group was when we had the topic, who are you and why are, why are you here? And the phone didn't stop ringing for people who wanted to come to that one. So, People are confused about their lives, what they're doing, what their soul wants them to get done, Uh, careers, everything. You can certainly find out your highest career path, uh, which can save you a whole lot of time in trying to figure out what you're meant to do. You can see uh, relationships. You can understand the karmic relationships you have in your life. Uh, Basically, anything at all like that. It gives you a wonderful sense of direction and purpose, and will show you the bigger picture to yourself on a lot of levels, not just the you that's walking around physically, but the you as a spirit, and as a soul, and um, you really get to see your place in creation and in the universe, and that you matter. You find out that you matter, and that you matter deeply. So So, so... to me, that's invaluable, because I was a tarot card reader for 35 years, and this is very different.
1: So, so tell me where are the akashic records located?
0: Well, they're located everywhere, even though even though the technical definition is they're located in a plane of spirit mm-hmm. called Akasha, which means ether. But actually, they are recorded uh, through all of existence. So you could even find them uh, meditating in the cells of your body. you know, you could find them in a rock or a tree outside they're really everywhere because creation is recorded everywhere so it just depends on your ability to be in communication with different aspects of life on those those levels and i think that's really really the key is if you can access a a deep level of communication with all life
1: is it possible to change a record or to delete a record
0: well that's an interesting question because in the beginning, when I learned to read my own, mm-hmm. um, I was taught how to quote unquote erase my records. But they didn't really mean it where it would be taken out of existence. What it was really about was reconciling your records, similar to a life review that a person would have when they cross over. They'd be shown a whole record of their lifetime. And, you know, depending on what went on with your life, it's really all about. Uh, forgiving and being forgiven, ultimately. So that is really what I call reconciling the records. You know, once something is in creation, it's in creation. But you can make new timelines for certain events. You can go back into the past and go through an event that maybe wasn't the best and recreate Mm -hmm. it with your mind or your imagination, and you'll create a new probable timeline for the same event. So, it's more like that than it is that you actually go in and take something out of existence.
1: You said probable. Does that mean we can at any time change our future, change destiny, or change the path that has been set out for us?
0: Yes, you can. You can do many, many things with your choice. And part of it, too, think of it this way that we all really have multi dimensional selves that are already in existence and are already living um, every probable reality that you could ever conceive of. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. really what you're doing is you're refocusing or redirecting your attention at this particular point in time to another timeline or another point in in a different reality, and you're lining yourself up with that. That's really what you're doing. But yes, we can change all kinds of things once you're aware that you can do it.
1: Explanation: Our guest this hour is Annalee Rose O'Grady. She's the author of *A Time of Chance*. Her website is annaleerose.com. Now, is it possible for someone to access another person's akashic records without their without their uh, their consent or their knowledge? You know, no. uh, a WikiLeaks kind of thing?
0: Yeah, WikiLeaks. You know, you can attempt to do it, but the way I, what I have found out from Source directly, because I went in and asked that question of Source, and what Source basically says is to be able to access the Akashic field, you have to be at a certain frequency level yourself or a certain level of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And people who would go in and try to access a record of someone who was not giving them permission would probably. And not be able to, number one. And number two, if they did happen to tap into that vibration, they wouldn't be downloading probably the purest information because they themselves wouldn't be channeling it through a pure motive, if you understand. You, okay.
1: Okay. You, okay, you you said the source, you spoke to the source. Who is the source?
0: Well, when I asked source that question, uh, source said, I am, and that's all it said to me. So <laughs> um, it, it gave even. me, a, yeah, just that was very simple. Hmm. Uh, when well, I actually said, "Who am I talking to?" When I'm in the Universal Records, and the answer I got was, uh, "You are talking to I am." So that was the answer, and that's exactly how it feels.
1: How does it feel? Uh, you know what? What? Uh, even though you're yeah, not physically there, you're well, spiritually there or mentally there. So how do you feel physically while you're while you're tapping into the records?
0: Yeah, when I'm talking to Source, and I'll clarify that, because that's different than when I'm doing a personal Akashic Record Mm -hmm. reading, but when I'm doing the group sessions, uh, that feeling is as if you're in this field of uh, unconditional love and peace, where everything, you know everything is all as well, and I also, you know, I receive it and it presses itself upon my body. The information actually comes in, in all senses, it's, it's color, it's telepathy, it's pictures, it's knowing, but I feel it physically. So as soon as I receive mm-hmm. information from source, it becomes knowledge inside of me. But I sometimes I call source it, sometimes I call it they, but I don't really feel a differentiation. In other words, I'm not aware of many beings, but I am aware of the all that is. So Source can seem to be talking to me as a singular entity, but yet it is also everything that is.
1: How does dealing with the Akashic Records um, work with or work against uh, many religious philosophies?
0: Well, I don't really feel that it's in opposition. Um, what? Well, let's just say... Some of the information that would come through from source might be very different than uh, a religion would believe. Like, uh, for example, you know, source is always very, very clear about judgment, that there isn't any. And uh, source itself certainly does not judge. And so I, you know, what I find is that the whole journey of realization to God's source is really about love and uh, the ability to love yourself, the ability to love others. Sure. And that's always consistent with those messages. So any religion that would focus on judgment or um, condemnation or punishment would not find the information that Source gives me uh, to be compatible with its belief system.
1: Who are the lords of the records?
0: The lords of the records are beings that really are in charge of keeping records in order. And uh, that has to do with different frequency bands of existence because everybody's personal frequency band is different than another. So they, they would be beings who would be guardians. They are not, not beings that uh, control or give permission, um, like you might read in some other works. It's not been my experience.
1: That, that You know, that you just brought up a very interesting f- point. You know, there are so many different works out there when it comes to the Akashic Records and New Age spirituality. Yes. How does someone know which is the truth and which is fiction?
0: Well, I just think there's higher, there's there's different frequencies of information. And I think, you know, that's probably the best way to answer it, mm-hmm. because water seeks its own level. And everybody is in their own journey. Uh, back to God-realization. So there are many works that would be compatible with different frequency levels for different people. So in that way, you really wouldn't say that one person's work is wrong and the other person is right. What it is, is it's really graduations of what you're ready to receive. And even though I receive a certain frequency, I'm sure there's much higher truth beyond what I can bring in at this point. Okay, So I, I just think there's it's a compatibility issue more than anything else as far as as far as I can tell because even if I look back on my own past um, the different modalities that I've learned the different teachings I was attracted to um, at the time to me they were it but when I look back I wouldn't be attracted to them at all today so but they served me mm-hmm. as a stepping stone for where I was heading so to me that's the best way really to answer it but when you, when you get to ultimate truth, to me, you're, you end up in a field of love that really cancels out all the polarity possibilities, all of the polarity ideas just go right out the window once you're in a in that field of love. So I was actually taken to, I'll call it a place, but I was taken to a place once, a field of love, a source that had nothing to do with this world. and And I could see then how you could read a teaching that would say, well, God's force isn't really involved in this world. I mean, uh, after seeing that place, I could understand that. All right, yet- stand
1: by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exon Nation, right. we're talking about a new book that's out on the market. It's called A Time of Change. Our guest this hour is its author, Angale Rose O'Grady. Her website is www.angalerose.com, and that's A-I-N-G-E-A-L. R-O-S-E dot com. Once again, the book is entitled A Time of Change, Akashic Guidance for Understanding Life and Its Purpose. My name is Rob McConnell. We'll be back on the other side of this news break. Don't go away. listening to the X Zone radio show Live and Around the World on the Talk Star Radio Network. Own Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is... When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get 5 cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP or Amoco stations. That means more savings and more whatever you'd like to use your savings on. So treat yourself. It's on us. Visit bp.com slash save to learn more. 1-800-610-7035 Our email address, xz at ExxonRadioTV.com On MSN Messenger, ExxonRadioTV and Hotmail.com And our website, www.exonradiotv.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is The X-One. My name is Rob McConnell. We're speaking to anne Gale Rose O'Grady this hour. She's the author of A Time of Change, A cache of Guidance for Understanding Life and Its Purpose. Her website is AnneGayleRose.com. Before the break, we, we touched briefly on the, the source that identified itself as I Am. Is I Am God or is God I Am or are they totally different entities?
0: No, I think it's one and the same. That's the way it feels to me, and I am implies really the identity of all of us. Mm-hmm. To be, uh, to be very blunt, and it really implies that it is the all that is. You know, when you say that word, I am, right. it means you. You are everything.
1: Why do so. you think? Why do you think the the Eastern philosophies have? You know, they've just abounded in uh, North America over the last 10-15 uh, years why do you think this is so is it something to do with the sign of the times or is it part of an awakening
0: well i think it's both i think it is a sign of the times because we are you know heading towards you know reversing our our perception to outward reality and mm-hmm. taking it more internally i think that's that's the cycle that we're in that's the process that we're in as individuals and that's what the awakening will cause It'll cause people to uh, be stimulated internally, you know, whether it is some people are experiencing it as uh, more psychic gifts are awakening or they know things ahead of time. Uh, the telepathy between themselves and other people's has increased. They're manifesting is faster. But all of these things are internal qualities that we all have. So think of it like switches going off and uh, Certainly a lot of the Eastern religions focus more on meditation and going mm-hmm. within, and even looking at your external reality as a reflection of your internal reality. And all of that is, is the sign of the times. It is the type of energy or light that is coming into us now. It is stimulating our internal mechanisms to turn on.
1: You write extensively about the fall from paradise that altered life on Earth. Can you explain the fall and
0: the split that occurred? Yeah, that was an interesting answer from Source. It actually came under the question of who are we and why are we here. Mm -hmm. But Source uh, basically showed me very clearly a type of a wave strike in the universe. Uh, So if you're out in outer space, the best way I can explain it is if you're out in outer space and you're on a planet, and all of a sudden this cosmic wave comes through and hitch sh- strikes your planet. it looked to me that it was of such impact that it literally split the earth in uh, two pieces. Those pieces were not equal. Uh, one was, I call it the original Paradise Earth, by mm-hmm. the way. So th- a paradise piece was left. the other piece fell to a denser frequency or denser vibration. Uh, that is the piece we're on and have been on for many, many cycles. But if you could imagine, uh, imagine the Earth not as dense as now. In its original Paradise self, it was much more light-based, much more etheric. Uh, The beings that were on it were more spirit-based. But when the piece of planet fell, some of the beings fell with it. And once they did, they too became denser over time. So... What happens is the original people who, you know, beings who didn't fall, kept coming to this fallen piece to try to resurrect it back, let's say, to the original frequency of a paradise planet. And um, so we're talking about millions and billions of years of a a process and of a downstepping uh, until we arrive at this particular physical density that we're at. So... When we ask the question, mm-hmm. "Who are you and why are we here?", many of us are those original light beings who were on the, the paradise planet. Who keep coming here to try to raise uh, the consciousness of the beings that are now here, uh, get everybody back to be choosing uh, a way of living or even a, a, a paradigm of paradise where we all should be. You know, which is more love based. So I was shown that it was never, you know, Adam and Eve making some sin. Adam and Eve looked like they were the first dense matter, male and female, where the original spirit self was split into a polarized, uh, polarized sexes. So again, you have to think of it in terms of a huge, big picture of a fall that that kept digressing, and then of course. You know, there were experimentations done with life beings and everything that altered the genetic code even further. So Source makes it really clear how our individuated spirits are really the ones that think and observe and choose. It's not our soul. Our soul is an accumulation of our experiences for positive or negative. Okay, but the spirit can be traumatized, and our spirits were traumatized in that event. Okay, so everybody every one of us carries a memory of being two different selves. We a lot of us, you know, say I don't belong on earth. I know this isn't my home. I remember a time, you know, when things were much more harmonic, things were much more love-based. Yeah, well, you know, we don't and have we to
1: go to a, we don't have to go to the Akashic records for that for that feeling uh and Gail. you know, many people say that, you know, I can say that myself about the times when I was a youth. Uh, you know, times are much different then. And I, I, I hear people say all the time, you know, like, this is a crazy planet. Stop the world. I want to get off. So how do we know the information that, that is being channeled uh, to different people from the Akashic Records is true?
0: Well, I just know it feels right for me. That's, I can't really say mm-hmm. how other people will receive it. I just know when I feel it, it feels right. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I do see a consistency in the information that comes from source, in terms of an inner presence or an inner feeling, and a constant, uh, a constant feeling of love that comes through the whole thing, and that may sound very airy fairy to people, but not when you think of it as the principle of life. You know, life is based. On love, it's the theory of multiplication, and that life lives forever. Well, okay, and,
1: let, let let me just uh, let me just uh, stop you here because you know, I, okay. I I don't want to get too far ahead. You said that life was a product of experimentation. Who experimented well, the, on who, and what were the well, results? these
0: physical these physical bodies that we're in now. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. So if I have to go back to the fall and I talk about different beings who would come to this particular planet over millennia. Right. There would be many other species of beings who would come here and try to colonize Earth and look at it as a planet that would be desirable to live on, much like we're now looking at Mars again. We're looking at the moon again. Okay? All right, the same idea. But once they were here, they started experimenting with the life forms that were here and genetics and much more advanced knowledge about genetics than we have today. And they would... They would uh, experiment with the species and produce some mutations were not so great. Others were. And, you know, some people would, would call them certain names. The Anunnaki is one that people pinpoint quite frequently. Well, but, that, that once know, again, my, when
1: you talk about the Anunnaki, you know, uh, uh, Sitchin did a great job of marketing. Prior to Sitchin and all his books on Planet X, Nibiru, and, and the Anunnaki, these words were right. unknown.
0: Yes, that's what I was about to say. I was about to say that what sources told me is there were many other beings that came here well before that. In fact, the Anunnaki feel recent to me if you had to look at it historically. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, there's been different races of beings that have come from uh, other star systems and other planets that have been coming to Earth for ever since it's been, let's say. So, you know, to me there's been a lot of that going on. I've had my own memories of that well before I was ever into the Akashic Records. I would have spontaneous memories of being on Mars or being somewhere else. And a lot of people that are here today say that. They say they know they're not from here. Okay? So, you know, know, to me in terms of the biology, just looking at the human biology is what I'm speaking of. Just the way our science now is experimenting with cloning and merging different species together, it's the same idea. It's just that this particular body that we have was not what we had originally. We were much more light-based.
1: What do you, how can you describe the body we had before then?
0: Well, my memory of it is much more uh, lighter, more Mm -hmm. spirit-based, a lot more color striations. If you would look at it, you would be looking at striations of color, you probably would be invisible to what we would perceive uh, as we look at each other very separately and very individual. Um, You would still be aware of differentiation, but you wouldn't see dense legs, dense arms. Uh, It would be more of an awareness of spirit to spirit. Mm. That's my memory of it.
1: All right. Uh, Can the Akashic Records give... Information about the future.
0: They show probable futures.
1: So the so so let me see. Uh, no one could actually go to the Akashic records and say, Find a cure for cancer.
0: Well sure they could. They Why could get into a timeline where that is accomplished. Why don't they? But is that well they, they can. It's just a matter of are they asking the question?
1: All right, so you know? now that, you know? can you actually go into the Akashic Records and ask for uh, the cure for cancer in a timeline? Is Can somebody who accesses the Akashic Records go in and get the lottery numbers for the for the following week?
0: Well, I've never tried to do that. It would be an experiment. Um, I could certainly try to do it. Mm-hmm. And also, um, the whole cancer, I'm just making a note to myself, the whole cancer question question, um, can be asked the next time we go into a group setting, although we have been told a lot about disease already in terms of uh, its emotional component and its guilt-based component. Um, But, you know, then there are times when we're talked about colors as remedies Mm -hmm. and things like that. So certainly, you know, when I speak of love, like I say, I'm going to the highest answer. And that highest answer for all illness and disease is really all about uh, how well we love ourselves and love others. And when you think of environmental toxins playing a part, yes, that's true, but, you know, that's a perception, too, of, of an enemy outside of ourselves. So if you're in a, a particular level of consciousness and awareness, uh, those don't apply, Okay, so again, when you ask questions like that, you're really different dealing with answers on a variety of, of levels, depending on where a person is and what they can receive.
1: There's a lot of talk about the date uh, December the 21st, 2012. What does the Akashic Records tell us about
0: that date? They tell us that it's a peak point of light, an influx of light that will reach a, an apex or a peak in terms of um, its intensity. And they also speak of it as a, a process um, of integration of, of that light, of the potential for a complete uh, shift in terms of the consciousness of people. But I don't ever see it as a day when all of a sudden everybody's going to become enlightened. I don't ever see that. I, I see it as a peak point of light, where uh, the light starts to come in, it's still coming in, just not in the greatest intensity, but the process of awakening continues for a number of years uh, past this time. So that's how they've always explained it to me, is uh, an apex point.
1: So the world isn't going to come to an end on December the 21st, 2012.
0: I don't see that. No. <laughs>
1: okay, that's great news. Mind you, I, I agree with you 100%. I think that once again, this has been taken totally out of context by a guy who used to love to experiment with LSD. Why people no. took it? Why people took him serious? I have no idea whatsoever. You right. you and I have to take our final break for this hour. Please stand by. Exonation. and Gail O'Grady is our very special guest, a very enlightening lady. She is the author of A Time of Change, a cache of guidance for understanding life and its purpose. Her website Exonation, is angailrose.com, that's a i n g e a l r o s e dot com. That's angailrose.com and once again the name of her book is A Time of Change A Cash of Guidance for Understanding Life and Its Purpose. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly Rob McConnell from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't away. Dear wife, I've no doubt you dream about the things you'll never do, but I wish someone talk to me like I want to talk to you Ooh, I've been to joy Welcome back, everyone. A time of change, Akashic guidance for understanding life and its purpose, its author. Angale Rose O'Grady is my special guest this hour explanation, and her website is AnneGailRose.com. When people come to you, is are there certain questions that show a pattern when they want to talk to you or find out the information through the Akashic Records? Uh,
0: in a personal reading? Yeah. Yes, everybody wants to know their sole purpose. That's always their first question. They want to know what they're doing here. Then they want to understand their relationships. Uh, they want to know who certain people are to them. You know, for example, they'll feel connections with certain people. And they'll want to know what's, what that is about. And that could be for uh, someone who's a friend or someone who's an enemy. And then, of course, they ask the same questions they would any reader. They want to know about their career and their finances and their children and people who've crossed over.
1: But why are are people so insecure that they have to ask other people these questions to get the answers that they have deep inside of them?
0: Well, I think that's that's the point, is that they're not looking deep inside of them. And, you know, to me, I don't see there's anything wrong with readers, but I think any good reader will always direct somebody to their own internal mechanisms. And, um, you know, that's certainly what I try to do anyway. But it's similar to counseling. You know, not everybody has the answers to themselves all the time. And certainly there's a lot going on in the world that has increased the insecurity in people. You know, the job loss, the home loss. They're going through things at a really fast pace that maybe they wouldn't be experiencing at Mm -hmm. such an accelerated rate, you know, 20, 30 years ago. So there's a lot happening, a lot they, um, well, the best way I can explain to you this too, Rob, I'm going to come full circle with this, and I mentioned people's ability to love themselves. Yes. And, um, you know, ultimately, you know, why do you feel insecure? It's because you don't know that you're loved, and certainly if you suddenly are losing your job and losing your home and, you know, your kids are in jeopardy, you start to question if you're a good person. Why is this happening to me? Okay? So... That's part of the reason they come, is they, they need to know that they're, they're okay, that they're loved, that there is an answer, that there is help. And ultimately, yes, their help is their connection to their inner selves, but sometimes people just need guidance on, you know, where's the best place to look for work or what, what am I meant to be doing in, in my career? Sometimes just that information alone can save somebody from committing suicide. Okay they they might they may not be ready to go meditate. You know, if they have three kids mm-hmm. to feed, they, they might want to say, you know, where's the best place I can go?
1: McDonald's to get you a know? job, Denny's to get a yeah. job. Get off your butt, stop yeah. looking for a miracle and get your get your act together.
0: Right, and sometimes that's all they need to hear. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right, and Gail, you and I have to say so long for tonight. I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure. Continued success, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the X Zone.
0: Great. Thank you so much for having me
1: on. You take care now. Bye-bye. I'd make a lousy reader, you know what? I'd I'd, I'd just tell people to get off their fat, lazy butts and find a job. Yeah, what do I know, eh? I'm I'm a realist. I don't believe in fantasy. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the x continues. We're right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away.